0: Today on the podcast, we're going to talk about some simple items to help you in the kitchen. Plus, I've got some news about some personal coaching, and we're going to answer the question about the most accessible streaming device for your home. All that's coming up right now on episode number 24 of Life After Sight Loss Radio. Welcome to Life After Sight Loss Radio, the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek Daniel. I am your host and resident VIP, aka visually impaired person. If you're new to the program, hey, this is the place where we do product reviews, life advice, encouragement, how-tos, and so much more, all with the express purpose of helping individuals and families who are going through or facing physical sight loss. Hey there guys, welcome to the program today. I'm so glad that you could be here and check it out out. Oh, if you're new, if you're returning, it doesn't matter. I'm glad that you are here. We got a lot of stuff to talk about today. I'm excited. We're going to talk about different things in the home from streaming devices to kitchen gadgets and all kinds of good stuff. So make sure you stick around all the way through the end of the podcast so you can get all this great information. Hey, before we begin, as always, I want to let you know that you can find the show notes to today's episode at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 024. Those show notes include links, information conversation and more, just hop on over to lifeaftersightloss.com slash 024. you. Recently, I was traveling around the World Wide Web, and somebody on Facebook in a group I belong to was asking about the most accessible streaming device. Basically, their spouse had one who uh, this spouse was cited, and they had a streaming device that they used, but it wasn't very accessible, and they wanted to know if there's an accessible one out there. And of course, anytime I get this question, I always give the same answer, and that is the Apple TV. Now, I use the fourth generation, which comes with the fancy remote swipe and Siri and all that stuff, but maybe a third generation might work for you depending on your needs, but the Apple TV is going to be the most accessible streaming device. Now, is it the only accessible streaming device? I don't think so. I think probably you could get uh, streaming devices that might be able to have talkback and things like that, but if you want something out of the box that's going to you know just be the simplest, easiest, and most accessible, I got to go with the Apple TV. Now, is it for everyone? No. Some people are like, I don't want to buy Apple products, or, you know, I I know Android, so I want to stick with that. So I'm sure there are other things like a Roku. Uh, There's things called a G-Box, a Fire Stick, and things of that nature. Even something like a PlayStation or an Xbox, uh, or, you know, latest Blu-ray players and such, they can have streaming capabilities. But the question isn't the best streaming box, it's the most accessible streaming device. So, If you're looking for a streaming device to run Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, all that stuff, then you probably want to look into the Apple TV. I picked up one at a local place called Disc Replay and got it for about 50 bucks off. And so check it out, shop around. And if you're interested, drop the money. I know it'll be worth it to you. Checking out the Apple TV. You know, there are lots of rooms in your house, and you interact with them all in such a unique way. Obviously, the bathroom is going to be probably one of the most used ones. You know, you're going to sleep in your bedroom and things like that. But the one room where lots of people in your family are going to interact with, and uh, for a lot of different reasons, is the kitchen. And naturally... The kitchen, you know, you wake up and you have breakfast, you start your day there, or you go in there and you're preparing dinner, or maybe you're making memories with your family and things like that. So the kitchen can be a very impactful place. And it can be the place where you find the most difficulty as well, because, you know, you got to cut things, heat up things, uh, freeze things. There's all kinds of weird, like you got to get stuff out of the oven and that can be difficult. And it's just one of those places where it's like, I need a little help. Can I find a little help? Uh, Help, need somebody. Actually, that's probably bad. It's copywritten. Don't just skip over that. Anyway, the point is (laughs) you need a little help in the kitchen. And today I want to give you five simple items to help you out in the kitchen. Now, again, these are simple items. These aren't going to like amazingly change your life. They're just things to think about, especially if you just lost your sight. And this is for somebody who is visually impaired and for somebody who is the sighted supporter to think about as well. All these are not just for visually impaired people. You can use them if you are the sighted supporter as well. So I've got five simple items for you to use. So let's jump into it. The first one is called the New Wave Oven. Now, if you've ever been up at like, you know, 2.30 in the morning and you're groggy and you don't know what's going on, you see that infomercial for this product that sits on your countertop and it's infrared and it's induction and, you will cook these things and blah, 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 you put the dome over it. Yeah, that's the New Wave Oven. Now, the New Wave is an infomercial product, but it's actually a very good product. I've used it. In fact, we use it constantly. I use it probably, I would say, every day for something, whether it's cooking dinner or lunch or whatever, we use it constantly. Now, I have done videos on the New Wave, and I will put some links in the show notes over at lifeaftersightloss.com slash 024 so you can check those out. But the New Wave is a great product, and the best part of it is that you can set it. At, what does the infomercial say for the one that set it and forget it? You know, you can set it. Uh, you don't have to worry about uh, is the temperature right? Is it not right? All you got to do is... Put in the time, and you're good to go. And the, the even better part of that is that all the buttons are so tactile. They're not flat like a microwave or a stove or something like that. They are very tactile. They give great feedback. You can hear the clicking. And if you watch those videos I linked to, you're, you're going to notice that. Very, very awesome tactile buttons. It was built very well. So kudos to New Wave on that. So if you're interested in cooking a little simpler, a little easier, and sometimes even a little healthier, check out the New Wave Oven. Next up on the list are dry measuring cups. Now, a lot of people will use like a glass measuring cup and it, you know, measures out a cup, two cups, whatever the case is, depending on the size. And they'll do that for water and liquid and, you know, so forth. But as a visually impaired person, it's kind of difficult to tell where the lines are. I mean, they might make some accessible ones. But if you want to get something right now, get the dry measuring cups. You might say, well, yeah, but they're for like, you know, dry things like sugar. And if you got like chocolate chip cookies for the chocolate chips and stuff like that. I get it. I understand. But I would venture to guess that the cup in the dry measuring cup is the same. And in fact, not just a guess, I use it constantly. I do it for, you know, if I'm measuring out for a recipe or whatever, I'll use the half a cup, the cup, the whatever. I use dry measuring cups for liquid as well. Obviously for dry things too, but I use it for liquid as well. So you can hop on down to Walmart, buy you some dry measuring cups, and you're good to go. And here's just kind of a bonus tip on that. Pick up two sets. One set that is white. And one set that is dark colored, usually you're going to find white and black. And the reason for this is because sometimes you're going to have items that go in there that are very light colored. Uh, Obviously, water is going to be tricky in either one, but you might, you know, be measuring milk. Well, milk is white, and so if you pour it in the black measuring cup, it's going to be easier to see. Maybe you have chocolate chips. Those go in the white measuring cups are going to be easier to see. So think about contrast in that regard. Buy you two sets, white and a darker color to help you out. So dry measuring cups, liquid, dry stuff, really going to be helpful when you're measuring things out. Next up, keeping in the theme of light and dark items, pick up light and dark Cutting boards. Now, obviously, you want to be careful when you're cutting anything, especially if you're visually impaired. But if you have light and dark cutting boards, it can be helpful. I actually have one that is light on one or white on one side and black on the other, so that's kind of you know very beneficial. But go out and pick you up. Two or you know, multiples of the lighter and the darker. That way, if you're cutting a tomato, if you're cutting a green pepper, lettuce, uh, cucumbers, whatever you're cutting, you will be able to see that on the contrasted area and obviously this is for somebody who has low vision but keep in mind that if you're cutting something you want to be able to give yourself as much possibility of seeing it as you can so if you're cutting chicken let's say you know you're going to cut some chicken cut the fat off whatever put it on the dark one you're going to be able to see it a little easier now if you're totally blind it's not going to be that big a deal make sure you're using your hands and techniques that you learn and that sort of thing but if you got low vision pick yourself up some light and dark cutting boards now, next up is something called a double spatula. Now, what is a double spatula? Well, basically, it's two spatulas put together. Now, you can use this and make this, you know, at home on your own. You might be able to pick one up from something like maxi that sort of thing. But basically, a double spatula is just going to help you grab things a little easier. Now, you might say, well, I've got those things, those tongs, you know, and I can pick those up and use it. Yeah, but here's the thing about a double spatula. It's going to give you more surface area to pick things up. I know that when I use tongs, a lot of times it's a very narrow surface area so trying to flip things can be a little bit tricky depending on your level of vision but if you got that double spatula you might have a wider area plus then you've got the other spatula on top helping you to grab it and flip it or something of that nature and that way you're controlled when you flip you're not throwing it out of the frying pan or off the grill or something like that so again very simple very like not high tech at all but it can be very very helpful when you're trying to flip those burgers for your family and finally, something that maybe is a little more visually impaired intensive, but talking timers, talking thermometers, those are really, really helpful when you're in the kitchen because, well, let's face it, we need to know how long something's supposed to go. Now, I will say this, if you got an iPhone, an Android, something like that, you can probably get a timer, you know, hey, Siri, set a timer for blah, 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 or whatever the case is, but if you don't, then get yourself a talking timer. But the thing about the thermometer is that's going to be very beneficial, get yourself a talking talking thermometer, you know, something to tell you how high the temperature is. And and just as a side note with thermometers, talking thermometers for your family is helpful as well. That's not part of the kitchen, obviously, but you don't want to put it in the chicken and then in your mouth. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's good, especially if it's not done yet. But the point is getting those talking devices can make things simple. So you're not having to cram to see if it's, you know, done or not. You're not having to uh, hope that it's done or, you know, is this red? Is this pink. I don't know. I know my 11 year old now will tell me if it's pink or not. So he's very helpful, but get those talking timers, talking thermometers and Hey, sighted supporters, you can use them as well. I know that in my own family, my wife would use a talking thermometer, a talking timer. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's there in the kitchen. That's what it's for. And they, you just get used to it. So, uh, talking timers, talking thermometers, very helpful. So there you go, guys, five simple items to help you out in the kitchen. Now, I want you to notice they're very simple things. These are almost like, I don't know, hacks or whatever, because light and dark cutting boards, dry measuring cups, double spatulas. I mean, this is not like, hey, I'm blind. What are some amazing technology can find in the kitchen? These things are just things that you need to think about in the kitchen. Now, this could apply in a lot of different areas, your home, your work, whatever. But my point is, sometimes we think that, oh, my gosh, I can't cook anymore. I can't do anything anymore. It's going to be terrible. I'm going to have to, you know, I'll never use any of these things again. The point is, yeah, you can. You just got to think of ways they're going to be beneficial to you. Now, maybe you're using some of these things I talked about. Maybe not. Maybe you've got your own hacks, and I would love to hear about it. Send me an email, Derek, D E R E K, at lifeaftersightloss.com. Let me know what you use in the kitchen. Because the point is, again, you got to get in the kitchen. Sometimes you got to make dinners. You know, you want to make uh, lunch for your kids if you got them. You know, you want to make lunch for yourself or whatever. And you can't just stop cooking. So you got to find ways to do it. So check out these five things and let me know about things you use to help out in the kitchen. So, a little bit of notable news, and if you know me, I love alliteration, but notable news I have mentioned on the podcast uh, the last few weeks about uh, coaching. Now, let me just explain it to you real quick because I want to let you know what I'm talking about here. Coaching is not like baseball, basketball. What I'm talking about is if you're going through visual sight loss, if you or your family member is going through it right now, then maybe you have some questions. And maybe you've watched some of my videos, you listen to the podcast, you read the blog, whatever, you're like, oh, this is great, I love this information. but you have some specific questions, some more personal questions. Maybe you just want to walk through things with somebody who's been through it, who can give you some advice, some help, some tips and tricks on ways to get through things. Even just, you want to vent. You know, you want somebody who understands, you just want to vent it out and have somebody go, yeah, I totally get that. And that's not weird at all. Uh, even if it is weird, hey, that's okay. That's just you. So what I'm offering is personal coaching, coaching for individuals, coaching for couples, coaching for families. Uh, even if you're the cited supporter and you're like, I'd like some help knowing what to do. Hey, we're going to do that as well. So what I'd love for you to do, if you're interested in coaching with me, if you're interested in sitting down for a session with me, then I'd love for you to go to lifeaftersightlaws.com slash coaching. And I now have it set up where you can schedule a session. So you go through all the information at the bottom of the page, it says schedule a session. You click on that and that'll take you to the area where you can sign up. You can pick a date and time that works best for you from the available times and dates. And then once you sign up for that, then I'll contact you with more information. And based Basically, we do teleconference right now, which means we talk over the phone, but I'll give you a special number and all that sort of thing. And I'll spend an hour with you and we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. We'll talk about technology or, you know, in the kitchen, or we'll talk about your emotions or relationships or whatever you want to talk about, because this is personal coaching. You know, maybe you love technology and you're all about that, but you need a little help with the emotional side of things. Maybe you've got a handle on your relationship, but you don't know how to use your iPhone. Whatever it is, I want to help you go through those things. So just hop on over to lifeaftersightloss.com slash coaching and sign up for a session today. And guys, I want to end today on our word of the week. Now, the word of the week is just one word I picked to kind of sum up what we've talked about and give you some idea in moving forward after the podcast today. So our word of the week is a very simple one and it's one we'll probably talk about a ton more on this show and other places. But that word is accessible accessible. Now, I love this word because we use it in lots of different ways. We want our lives to be accessible. We want the movies we go to to be accessible. We want the restaurants we go to to be accessible. We want our home to be accessible. And what does that mean? We just want to have access to everything that everybody else has access to. Now, it might take a little bit, you know, different way to do it, but we want access to it. Something as simple as using your cell phone. We want access to a touch screen, And how do we do that? We do that with screen readers and so forth. So we want access to it. But what's interesting is so often we're so focused on the accessibility part of it, we can't enjoy the actual thing we're trying to get access to. For example, I read an article recently about how educators were trying to work on access so that the kids could enjoy the education and not focus on the access part of it. So our lives are you know, well, they can be somewhat inaccessible at times, but with the way technology works and the world we live in, things are becoming more and more accessible. So I encourage you, if it's in the kitchen, if it's in your home, if it's a streaming device, whatever it is, find ways to make your life a little more accessible so that you can focus on the actual part of what you're doing. You know, the watching TV, the making dinner, the making memories, focusing on that instead of focusing on how to make it more accessible. And that about wraps it up for me this week, guys. I want to send a big thank you to all of you for listening. And as we wrap up, don't forget that if you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, I'd love for you to do that. Hop on over to lifeaftersightloss.com slash podcast to get all the links to Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and you can subscribe in your favorite podcast catcher so that you don't miss another single episode. And by the way, if this is your first episode, I'd love for you to hop on back and listen to some previous episodes. There's great ones with my wife, with my friend Sam, with my friend Maria with Lissa Poinsano who who talked about her son losing her sight and then there's all kinds of tips and tricks there's all kinds of different emotional things check it out hop on over into the back catalog as we call it to the previous episodes and check those out as well and if you guys have a question a comment if you have an idea for a podcast whatever it is I'd love to hear from you send me an email Derek D-E-R-E-K at lifeaftersightloss.com and let me know you can also hit me up on Facebook and or Twitter and I would love to hear from you with your questions, comments, show ideas, or whatever it is. Hit me up. I can't wait to hear from you guys. And hey, if this podcast has been helpful to you and your family, if you'd love to find a way to support what we're doing, just go to lifeaftersightloss.com slash support. That's my Patreon page. You can donate as little as a dollar a month to help keep this message going, to help us all discover life after sight loss. And that brings us to the end of the Yellow Brick Road once again. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I hope it was encouraging, informative, and just equipped you to go out and not only do the best in your kitchen, in your bedroom, in your whatever else room, but just to discover your life after sight loss. Hey, don't forget that all the information provided in today's podcast and on the website is intended for informational and educational purposes only. If you're in need of professional, medical, or legal advice, Please seek out a specialist in your area. Thanks again for listening, guys. I so appreciate it. And until next time, remember that sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. My name is Derek Daniel from lifeaftersightloss.com, and I'll see you in the next one.